Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vignuela reporting for Monterey County getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. Thursday's proceedings resumed with testimony from the defense's second witness, Elizabeth Johnson, a forensic DNA consultant working through a private practice. During Johnson's direct examination, Paul Flores' attorney, Robert Sanger, referred specifically to soil samples that were taken from the soil under Ruben Flores' deck, which have been an important piece of evidence in the prosecution's case. The jury heard about these samples on Monday when Angela Butler, a senior forensic DNA analyst assigned to the Kristen Smart case, testified that the samples tested positive for the presence of human blood using a HemDirect test. The HemDirect test, as Butler explained, detects the hemoglobin present in human blood. On Thursday, Johnson said that the HemDirect test, quote, cannot be considered reliable because it is not properly validated for use on this type of sample, end quote, citing that there had been no validation studies done for the HemDirect test specifically in soil samples. During his cross-examination, Prosecutor Christopher Pouvrel mentioned a validation study done on the HemDirect test for use on certain materials, not on soil, where trace amounts of fluid still tested positive for small trace amounts of blood in them. Johnson said this was, quote, not on aged samples, end quote. On Monday, Butler also testified about a canvas mattress pad, which presumably belonged to Paul Flores when he lived in room 128 of St. Lucia Hall in 1996. Butler said that she examined it in 2019, where she sampled nine areas looking for DNA. A small brownish stain, labeled 11A, gave a weak positive result for the presumptive test for blood. None of the other eight areas gave any positive results. Butler tested it for DNA and said that the results showed that Kristen Smart and Paul Flores could neither be included nor excluded as contributors to the DNA results obtained from the sample. On Thursday, Johnson confirmed that the results of the DNA test were uninformative. She also said that the stain labeled 11A was within another section, 11B, and added that almost every genetic marker that is found on 11A is also found on 11B. 11B did not test positive for blood and excluded Kristen Smart and Paul Flores from the DNA pool. Johnson said, quote, You cannot attribute the genetic information coming from 11A as coming from the stain. It could be coming from the background, end quote, noting that 11A had the least amount of genetic material out of all of the samples. She said that in her scientific opinion, there's really no meaningful conclusion to the sample. During his cross-examination, Pouvrel listed off a number of lectures that Johnson has given from 1997 to 2018. Notably, all of Johnson's lectures were to associations such as the Texas Criminal Defense Association and the California Habeas Corpus Resource Center, all of which are geared towards defense attorneys and public defenders, although Johnson said that some prosecutors and judges had also attended a number of those lectures. Pouvrel also established that Johnson was getting paid $2,000 per day of testimony for the defense, totaling $4,000 for two days of testimony, and that she was also charging $200 a day for research. Johnson said that this totaled around $4,000 to $5,000 in this case, although she couldn't exactly say without her billing records. Next on the stand was Brent Moon, who was subpoenaed to testify for the defense. On September 8th, Jennifer Hudson, a San Luis Obispo local, testified that she heard Paul Flores say that he buried Smart in 1996. She said that Paul Flores admitted to the crime at a house where people would often go to skate. Hudson said that her boyfriend at the time, Brent Moon, was a skater, which is how she ended up there. On Thursday, Moon confirmed that he and Hudson would frequent this place in 1996. 
He said that Hudson never told him anything about the statement, which was consistent with her testimony that she only ever told one person about what she overheard. Moon said that after 1996, Hudson never went skating with him again, adding that this surprised him since she always used to go before that. Pouvrel asked Moon if this may have been, quote, indicative of something happening, end quote. Sanger objected to this question, and Judge Jennifer O'Keefe sustained it. Court proceedings will resume on Monday morning after a court-scheduled holiday on Friday. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Vignola.